Hello, welcome to another MLEX podcast. My name's James Paniki. I'm MLEX's Managing Editor for Australasia, and I'm speaking to you from our offices in Melbourne, Australia. Today, we're breaking with tradition to talk not about a story we have just covered, but about something we're about to cover. The International Association of Privacy Professionals, and I'll be referring to them with the acronym IAPP, is a global not-for-profit organization based in the US, and it's designed to support the work of privacy professionals around the world. The IAPP organizes a global privacy summit which sees data protection professionals come together from around the world for an exchange of views and also to reflect on the evolving regulatory landscape that they face. The global privacy summit will be taking place on March the 27th to the 28th in Washington DC and it's clearly a big deal for MLEX's privacy coverage which is why I'm crossing the dateline today to touch base with Mike Swift, MLEX's Chief Global Digital Risk Correspondent, and he's based in San Francisco. Hello, Mike. Hello, James. Now, Mike, remind me why we care so much about the IAPP Global Privacy Summit. Why do we cover it so closely? Well, I mean, it's really the uh, largest annual gathering of the world's leading privacy practitioners, where it's the one place where you have regulators mixing with lawyers, mixing with uh, officials for companies. And and, uh, so there's a lot of um, ferment that goes on. There's a lot of networking that goes on, a lot of connections that get made. So um, it's it's something that we cover as a very important news event, uh, because often uh, very interesting policy statements are made in the privacy arena at the at the uh, conference. Well, speaking of that, what are likely to be the main issues at the conference this year? What is going to get people uh, talking and what are they going to be arguing about more importantly? So this year it's uh, GDPR, GDPR and GDPR, which uh, <laughs> is the acronym for the, uh, the General Data Protection Regulation, which is um, the very important uh, European uh, privacy and data security regulation that will be taking effect in May. And so we're now um, we're now really approaching zero hour for when this this new uh, this new measure comes into effect. Uh, it carries some very significant penalties if you run a run a foul of it, up to four percent of uh, a company's annual uh, global revenues can be taken in a penalty uh, if if you violate uh, the GDPR. So. Um, there's a lot of anxiety, uh, I think particularly among U.S. companies who um, may not have been fully conscious of, of uh, this regulation coming along and are now really scrambling to uh, make sure that they're compliant before, uh, before uh, zero hour on May 25th. And Mike, just for those who might not be familiar with the GDPR, just remind them that what we're talking about is really any company that's doing a business with Europe needs to be across this detail, right? That's correct. Yeah. Um, so, so any company that is uh, collecting pro- or processing uh, the personal data of a European subject uh, can can be uh, will will be subject to this this. Uh, uh, this uh, law, but also, um, you know, companies that sell services to companies that are providing uh, those uh, that are that have a direct relationship can also find that they might be uh, be affected, and they have to be aware of that. And so, um, I, I mean, that's one reason I think why we're seeing such a um, 
that's a, sur- a surge in membership uh, or, or attendance at this conference every year. Now, we've been covering the GDPR extensively for months now, if not years, so none of this would come as a major surprise to our readers. But I suppose there's a broader principle at play which goes beyond this specific piece of legislation, and it makes Europe's relationship to the rest of the world on digital privacy so important. Uh, can you walk me through that, uh, that logic? Sure. Um, I mean, really, the um, the uh, master narrative here um, it, it's it's broader than just this law. It's it's the fact that uh, Europe is really driving um, privacy uh, privacy law really for the rest of the world. Um, the United States um, is increasingly an outlier because it it still does not have any national uh, privacy or data security law, and that I think that may change in in the fairly near future. But uh, for now, it's just sort of regulated by a patchwork of state laws. And but, you know, one thing that we're really seeing around the world in uh, South America, in Asia, is um, the fact that uh, the European system requires that uh, other systems um, be judged adequate adequate for in order for um, data transfers to happen is really driving other economies to a much more of a European model of uh, regulation and privacy and data security. So, you know, that's one thing that we will be looking for to, to sort of write about that master narrative as we cover the conference. Okay, so much for Europe, but uh, where are all of the American regulators in the midst of all of this? I mean, normally the Federal Trade Commission has a, a robust presence at the uh, the summit with, um, you know, most of the commissioners appearing on panels to talk privacy policy. Where are they this year? <laughs> They're waiting in the wings. Uh, it's a very peculiar time uh, in uh, sort of the, the U.S. Uh, regulatory landscape. Um, for the past year, the Federal Trade Commission has sort of limped along with just two commissioners of um, uh, on a commission that normally has five members. And... Um, uh, President Trump has been extremely slow in uh, nominating uh, the successors, and uh, we, he now has nominated four people, three Republicans and one Democrat, uh, for those empty seats, but they have not yet been uh, confirmed by the United States Senate. So at this point, they're just ordinary citizens like you and me, uh, although we know they will be very important people in the near future. So um, we're sort of in this strange limbo period for from the U.S point of view where um, you know the, the outgoing folks are, are lame ducks and the incoming folks aren't here yet and so uh, there's very um, little unfortunately that um, can meaningfully be said by by the US agencies at this point so that, that's um, going to be kind of a vacuum that I think um, you know other regulators are going to fill at the conference this year. And Mike, is it too early for us to speculate in the sense that just earlier you talked about this meta-narrative in which the European data privacy protection regime is uh, is expanding or is it's making its presence felt around the world. We have Donald J. Trump, your president, who's been tweeting furiously about his distaste for uh, EU policy, specifically trade policy, I suppose. But is it too early to uh, suggest that the Trump administration would not view uh, this uh, European regulatory uh, expansion, if that's how we can define it, they would not view this particularly favorably? No, they don't. And in fact, there is really, um, 
you know, there, there's a, a competition really going on where um, the U.S. has um, uh, aggressively sort of pushed its its vision for uh, sort of a lighter touch regulation in Asia through something called the uh, APEC cross border privacy rules. And um, there will be um, there will be some stuff going on uh, with that. I just learned today that the uh, Department of Commerce will be uh, doing some sessions on that. And uh, so there will be things to say about that. Uh, Singapore just signed on to that agreement last week. So there are some potential signs that that's gaining momentum. But there really is, um, uh, it's fair to say, a, you know, a pushback from the U.S. side, which really doesn't want um, the more, um, what they view as uh, intrusive regulatory model of Europe to, to really become dominant in, in the world. We're obviously going to hear a lot from from the European side. Um, there's a, a robust delegation coming from from the EU, but you know there are also going to be people like uh, Stephen Wong, the uh, privacy, um, the, the chief data protection officer for um, for Hong Kong, and and uh, you know people like that. There's um, I think uh, this year it's going to be interesting to watch what comes out of uh, Latin America. That there there's going to be a very strong presence from countries like uh, Uruguay and Chile and and Brazil. So. So um, I, we will be writing probably uh, partly because of the absence of the of a U.S. voice. We'll be, we will be covering, you know, what what regulators else from other other jurisdictions say more than we would have in the past. I think. And of course, Mike, you'll be in Washington for the summit. Our senior EU correspondent Vesela Gladicheva will also be there, uh, as will be MLEX's senior correspondent Amy Miller. So it's the uh, obviously the regulatory affairs dream team. Uh, from MLEX. I can't wait to read your coverage, but uh, today, thank you very much, Mike. Let's talk again soon. Thanks so much, James. Mike Swift is MLEX's Chief Global Digital Risk Correspondent. He was speaking to me from our offices in San Francisco, and we've been talking about the upcoming Global Privacy Summit 2018 taking place at the end of this month in Washington, D.C., and it's organised by the International Association of Privacy Professionals. I'm James Panicki, MLEX's Australasian Managing Editor. Thank you very much for your company today. And don't forget to catch up on all of MLEX's podcasts, covering a wide range of policy areas with our expert reporters around the globe. Bye for now. Bye for now.